Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Tuesday, my friends. It is so good to get to be here with you today. Thank you for pressing play. Thank you for inviting me into your life. I just love our time together. I don't know if I'm in the car with you or I'm in the kitchen with you. I'm at work with you. I'm at the gym with you. I'm in the shower with you. I don't know where we're at together right now, but thanks for inviting me in. I have such a good devotional to share with you today, and I can say that without patting myself on the back, because these are not my words. These are God's words. I just tap into him, and I believe he has given me something so good to share with you today. You should grab something to take some notes with, because there's going to be something powerful just for you. Here we go. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is How You Heal. Whatever it is you have gone through, whatever has wounded you, caused you pain, or caused you to question, you have to know that God has a plan of total and complete redemption for you. However, you've got to walk through it. You can't choose to stay stuck in what happened. You can't dwell in what they did to you. You can't continue to replay what they said about you. God will redeem it if you walk through it with him. Look at the story of Joseph. Joseph, it's found uh, in Genesis. It starts like in Chapter 37 goes all the way to chapter 50. It's a long, detailed, in-depth story made for Hollywood. I mean, the story of Joseph's life, oh my gosh. When he was just 17 years old, his brothers hated him so much that they sold him into slavery, and then they went home and told their father that he had been killed and eaten by wild beasts. So here Joseph is, a teenager, a slave betrayed by his own family. And that sucks. That's a rough life. Imagine the stories he must have told himself. Imagine the replay of the betrayal. His brothers had caused him tremendous pain, wrecked his whole life. But God, let me tell you, It doesn't matter what someone else has done to you. God can redeem it. God's plans for every ounce of hurt and disappointment in your life has always been redemption. However, you must walk through this with God and not stay stuck in it. Joseph ends up a slave in Egypt. For 11 years, he's away from his family, treated as a slave, and then thrown into prison for a crime he didn't commit. But Joseph walked through it with God. He didn't lose his faith. He sought God for divine guidance, and he saw God working in the details 
even in prison. He had not become bitter. In fact, scripture says God blessed Joseph. Every master he worked for received blessings because of the overflow of Joseph's blessings from God. Every prison he was held in, yes, prison, (laughs) it was filled with God's presence because of the overflow of God's presence in Joseph. And eventually Joseph gets out of prison and he ends up in Pharaoh's house to interpret his dreams. Now, because Pharaoh saw the spirit of God within Joseph, he puts Joseph in charge of everything and everyone in Egypt. After all Joseph had gone through for all those years, after the evil that was intentionally done to him by his own family, after all the people who had used him and left him, forgotten him, Joseph had not grown bitter. He had not grown pitiful. He had not become a victim. He walked in the power of God. And others saw the spirit of God within him. That is a healed person right there. And this is precisely what God wants to do with your wounds, with your pain, with your questions, with your failures. He wants to heal you so completely that your redemption absolutely reeks of the Spirit of God. Why? Because only God can get you through that and bring you out on the other side whole. Only God could heal that brokenness someone else caused. Only God could redeem that pain into a greater purpose. So now with Joseph in charge of all of Egypt, he was divinely directed in the revelation of what was to come. God has shown him that there would be seven years of tremendous abundance, followed by seven years of extreme famine. And by this time, Joseph is 30 years old, and he's managing an entire country to save them from starving. For seven years, he stored up the extra food in their time of abundance to prepare for this famine that was coming. And then, just as God's Spirit had prompted him, the famine did hit The land was ravished. There was no food anywhere except for what had been stored. Why is all of this important? Because a full circle moment is about to happen. You see, Joseph's brothers were back home and they were about to starve. They had no food in the famine. So their father sent them to Egypt to beg for food from the supply that had been stored. But who was in charge of the storehouse? It was their long lost brother, Joseph, the one they had betrayed, the one they had intended to kill in jealousy, then ended up selling into slavery. 
The one they had told their father that the wild beasts had killed and eaten. The one they had fake cried over. You ever have someone fake cry over you? Oh, they had been fake crying over Joseph while they did their evil work against him. The one they thought must have been long gone by this time. And the brothers, they show up begging for food never guessing that it was long-lost Joseph now leading Egypt. And imagine their surprise when Joseph says to them in Genesis 45, verses 4 through 7. This is a surprise. He says, come close to me. And when they had done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph, The one you sold into Egypt. (laughs) Imagine they were like, wait, what? And then he says this. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here. Because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now, there has been a famine in the land, and for the next five years, there will be no plowing and no reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. Y'all, this is a healed man. This is God's redemption. These were the brothers that had caused him so much harm. By this time, Joseph is believed to be 39 years old. Do the math. 22 years of his life had been spent as a slave and then in prison, treated unjustly, forgotten about, without his family. And it was because of his brothers, his brothers who he now has the power to save his brothers who he has now forgiven. And he's even telling them to not be stressed or angry at themselves for what they had done to him. Why? Because God had used it all for good. God had redeemed that evil. God had redeemed the pain. God had redeemed the hurt. And when God redeems, it is more than just changing for your life. It changes the lives of many. And verse 15, and he kissed all his brothers and he wept over them. Only God can do that. Only God can cause a broken heart to forgive on that level. Only God can possibly take something so bad And use it for something so good. Now Joseph is saving their lives. But not only their lives. He's saving the lives of an entire country. What if Joseph would have grown bitter in the 11 years of slavery and prison time? What if Joseph would have stayed broken in the 22 years he was betrayed by his family? Here's what would have happened. He would have missed God's plan of redemption for the rest of his life. He would have missed it. 
So the abuse happened to you for eight years. What about the rest of your life? So that horrible marriage was for 15 years or however long it was. What about the rest of your life? You've hurt over this long enough. It has taken enough of your life. Declare that it won't take another day. You will not stay stuck here. You're walking right through this with God to redemption. My sister, don't miss God's plan of redemption. Be willing to walk through this with God and refuse to get stuck in what happened to you or what didn't happen for you. God's plan is not for you to get stuck in that. God's plan is to heal you through it as you walk with him. And this is recovery. And let me tell you something. Recovery, that's hard work. I've been listening to a podcast with Lisa Harper. She's like one of my absolute favorite people. And in this particular podcast, she's interviewing Christine Kane, who is another one of my favorite people. So it's like two people that I love in the same podcast. I've been listening. And honestly, it's one I've just been listening to the same episode over and over and over again because there's so much goodness in it. But Christine is a woman who came from 12 years of neglect 12 years of abandonment, extreme abuse, extreme abuse. And today, Christine is one of the most profound speakers you will ever hear, impacting lives around the world with the saving message of Jesus. And Christine shares her story about the hard work of recovery. And that work is our work. If you have a physical injury and you have surgery to fix this injury, you're probably not completely healed. What is often required after surgery? Physical therapy. Therapy is required. And that therapy is hard work. That therapy is sometimes more painful than the original injury itself. And that therapy is totally up to you. You don't have to do it. But if you don't, you sacrifice your ability to fully function in wholeness in the future. And y'all know I'm not just talking about your leg or your arm or your hand, right? If you don't do the work for recovery and therapy, you sacrifice your ability to fully function in wholeness in the future. And that's up to you. With therapy, you recover. And this is the picture of God's redemptive work. You must choose it. You must choose to walk through the hardest of things with God to recover. For your heart to be healed from what happened, you have to walk through all that pain and all that mess and all that hurt with Jesus and recover. 
And if you do, then you walk in the reality of what Joseph said to his brothers in Genesis 50, verses 19 through 21. He says, don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? I'm not God. Yes, you hurt me, but I'm not God over your life. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I'm going to provide for you and your children. Oh, how God redeemed every ounce of harm that was ever intended toward Joseph. God redeemed the 22 years that he was separated from his family because of their jealousy and their desire to get rid of him. It was not only possible because during those 20 years, Joseph walked with God in recovery. That's why this became possible. Joseph walked with God right through it. He was healed. His heart was healed. His mind was healed. The painful memories were evicted and replaced with promises of God. Will you walk with God? God, and let him lead you to redemption? Will you seek him for your recovery and let him make you whole again? Will you let what Jesus did for you always be bigger than what anyone else did to you? Bigger than what you did to yourself. Because as long as what someone else did, what someone else said, what you did in your past or whatever disappointing thing never happened for you, as long as that holds a place in your heart and your mind that is bigger than what Jesus did for you, honey, you will just continue to hurt. As long as that is bigger than what Jesus did for you, you will be overwhelmed with the wounds and triggered by the memories. But when what Jesus did for you becomes bigger, then healing begins and you walk with him through this and you live in redemption. And that's when everything changes for you. Let Jesus be bigger than everything else he is. Put him in his rightful place. That sucked and it was wrong and they hurt you and they shouldn't have said that about you and you were wrong and you screwed some things up and that past is ugly. But none of that is bigger than what Jesus did for you. And when what Jesus did for you is bigger than all of that, then, honey, you start to heal, and Jesus just helps you walk right through it to redemption. And what does a girl like you, with a story like yours, do in the future when you're healed, when God has fully redeemed that? Ah, uh, I don't even know, but I bet it's going to be big. <laughs> Can I pray with you today? Come on, join me right now. We're just going to pray together real quick. Well, good morning, Papa God. Thank you so much for giving us a new day of life for your girls. We're here receiving it. We're just grateful for it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Jesus, thank you that what you have done for us on that cross is bigger than any other thing in our lives. 
Lord, we commit to just walking through this, no matter how hard it is, we're going to walk through this with you to the redemption you have planned for us. I pray for healing in hearts and minds today. I pray that we would step out of the struggle, step out of the repeated story played over and over and over again, out of the hurt, out of the regret, out of the misery, out of the pain, and we would step into recovery, into healing, into that story of redemption that you have for us as we always place what Jesus did for us as bigger than anything that has happened to us. I thank you, God, for what you're doing right now, decisions that are being made right now. I pray that your spirit would just come in and be powerful and lead and guide us as we decide to cling to you and walk with you through this to healing. Thank you for everyone you've brought to hear this today. I pray over their families. I pray for your provision for today. I pray for your protection. Thank you so much for this day of life. We're going to live it with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, I love our time together. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a beautiful day of life. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.